So I'm speaking to those of you out there who really, really want to just feel relaxed in your relationship. Hey dears, today's podcast was unfortunately recorded with the wrong microphone. So bear with me, put on a good set of headphones so that you can hear me clearly. And next week I will record with the correct microphone again. Thanks for your understanding. Ah, to finally have that feeling where you are secure, at home, at ease, your feet are up, you're melting into the sofa, into the arms of your beloved. And you can just focus your attention on other things that you're interested in your life rather than the anxiety that you're feeling right now. That anxiety of what's happening? Am I enough? Is everything okay? Like what you really desire is to be able to do the things that you love in your life and to explore life with yourself, with your partner, with your friends. But what's stopping you from doing that is that constant thinking about what's happening in your relationship and the knot in your stomach that makes you feel insecure, unsure, afraid, alone, frustrated and mostly anxious. So welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Heart to Heart. I'm your host, Emma Buggy, and I'm a relationship coach. I absolutely love working with couples, with singles, supporting people to really get to the core of what is happening between human beings, what's happening for you when you're feeling a certain way, and how can you learn to express that in a way that your partner your loved ones can actually understand you, they can get you, they can meet you. And also, how can you understand them when they speak in such a weird, spiky, uncomfortable way and not take their messages so personally, but take them as an opportunity for learning and getting closer? The art of relationships is good communication. And good communication comes from a place of really knowing yourself really listening to your heart and therefore being able to listen to the heart of your partners, your lovers, your loved ones. And I'm really excited about supporting people to find that knowing in themselves and in their relationships. So let's get on with today's podcast on finding that relaxation and, you know, the resistance that comes up to actually finally feeling relaxed because we're in that anxiety and that urgency that wants to stop the anxiety. It's like, this is so uncomfortable. I want it to stop. So for those of you... So for those of you who do get anxious in relationships, perhaps you worry about what the other person thinks of you, you're worried that you've done something wrong, or perhaps that they won't understand you, or they will not care about your feelings and your needs, that they will discard you, abandon you, reject you, judge you. 
that you're not enough somehow, that you need to be different, you need to be more, you need to be something else, more interesting, more beautiful, more intelligent, more productive, creative, caring, better at communication, better at cleaning the house, whatever it is. Something different in order to be loved. And so therefore you find yourself people-pleasing, moulding yourself towards that person, focusing on their needs, their interests, their desires, because there's a fear that if I'm truly myself, I will not be loved. I'm not enough. I'm not worthy of that love. And so you're stuck in this trap and you just want the anxiety to go away because it feels uncomfortable in your body. There's a tension in your stomach. There's the quickening of the heart. There's Headaches that can even come from thinking so much. I just want this anxiety to go away. I just want these thoughts to go away. I just want to relax. I want to feel at ease. So if that's you, I just want to start by saying I so recognize that place. I've been there many, many times. It's really frustrating. It can feel shameful, embarrassing, annoying. And you can I, I remember feeling quite alone with it. The shame of how much I'm affected makes it hard for me to share that with others. Or I can get completely lost in the stories that I'm telling myself, the movies that have been created in my mind whilst I'm sitting in that pool of anxiety. And that becomes my reality. The story, the movie becomes my reality. It becomes so real, so true that I can't get myself out of that. And so when I'm lost in that state of storytelling, I can really recreate and recreate more and more and more anxiety. So, so what do we do in those situations? Emma, what do you do? How do you get yourself out of that? How do you stop the anxiety? So I'm going to be really annoying right now <laughs> and share with you what I do, um, what has been the most powerful tool for me in those moments is rather than trying to stop the anxiety, rather than trying to stop myself from feeling insecure or alone or upset or hurt, I welcome my emotions and I try and stay with the visceral feeling of that anxiety, of that stress, of that aloneness, of that pain. And, and what quite often comes up is a resistance to feeling that. And that's the voice that's like, I want it to change. I want it to go away. I want to feel different. It's a very natural thing to happen, resistance. That, no, I, I don't want to feel those things. I want them to go away. Or maybe if I let myself feel, then it will stop. <laughs> so I'm going to sit here and feel my emotions and, 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 and know or hope that by feeling them, it's going to stop. So even in that intention to feel, there is already 
a wish to change yourself, to be different, to stop feeling that way. And that's so understandable. It's so understandable that that resistance is there. If we think about it, it's uncomfortable to feel the anxiety. We are in a state of emergency. We are going into fight, flight, freeze response. We're beginning to freak out and feel unstable, unsafe. So the body is naturally going to try and get us out of that place by resisting those emotions. There's a part of you, a younger part of you and me in those moments that's trying to protect us from the discomfort, that's trying to keep us safe, that wants us to feel safe and secure and regulated and relaxed again. And so the only way that that part of us knows how is to resist the emotions, to change our emotional state. So in a way, the first thing I want to do is to really honour that part of me, that part of me that's protecting me from feeling uncomfortable. Wow. What an amazing job you're doing. And of course you're there and I, and I see why you are protecting me from this because it's bloody awful. It's horrific. And so just by giving recognition to that part of ourselves, we're already moving into the process of being with the resistance Noticing how that resistance to feeling discomfort and anxiety lives in your body, in my body. And it might just be 10 seconds or 20 seconds of allowing yourself to feel the resistance to feeling. That might be all you need just to start practicing the allowance of the resistance, the recognition of that protective role in yourself. And by doing that, we're not making any part of ourselves wrong or bad. And we're beginning to send a signal to our brain, to our nervous system, that it's okay for me to feel however I'm feeling, including the feeling of not wanting to feel, of resistance. And so what can happen when we do this without wanting it to happen, without forcing or having this intention for this to happen, when we are truly in a state of allowance and, and, and curiosity and noticing and staying with the resistance, Quite often what will happen is the resistance will naturally begin to shift and move and change and move towards feeling, feeling the feeling that's there, the anxiety, the fear, the worry, the stress, whatever it is. And, and we, we start to notice the exact texture and shape of that emotion, like where is it in my body? Perhaps it's in my solar plexus or in my stomach or in my chest? Is there a whirling feeling or a tense clenching or a thudding or a pushing outwards or a collapsing inwards? So we just 
stay with the sensation, stay curious, noticing it. And when we, if we are able to, if we manage to stay with just for another 30, 40, 50, 60 seconds, naturally what will happen again is that the emotion will begin to change. Because emotions actually, they're what they are, emotions are a chemical response to a stimulus. And the stimulus is your thoughts, the thoughts that you have when you hear something or you see something or you, you've been touched in a certain way. So the stimulus is what I see, hear, smell, touch with my senses. And my reaction is the emotional response, the chemical release in response to the stimulus. And that can only really last for 60 seconds. So what happens when we have continuous states of anxiety or stress or emotional response is that our thoughts, our unconscious thoughts, are re-triggering that emotional response and that chemical release into our system. And so we can stay in a state of anxiety or stress or depression for hours, for weeks, for days, for a very long time, because we are unconsciously thinking about or re-triggering that emotion in our system. And there's nothing wrong with that happening. It's a very natural thing to do because we are thinking about those things as a way, as a means of looking after ourselves. That anxiety, that, that background thinking is somehow trying to support our future self by thinking of the worst case scenario, the what if, and also the, the kind of self-judgments that we have, that I'm not enough, that I'm this, that I'm useless, I'm worthless, all of that, that can be happening quite subliminally in the background. That's also a very tragic way of us somehow trying to take care of ourselves because the judgmental thinking towards ourselves and towards our other people is always somehow trying to tell us what it is that we're longing for, that we're hoping to experience, that we so want to have in our lives. And, and when we can become aware of that, we can actually see this very judgmental voice as a beautiful messenger that's trying to help us. But if I come back to, you know, these feelings, these emotions and staying with, staying with the emotion, what will naturally happen is if I'm, if I'm staying with and I'm welcoming the emotion exactly as it is and I'm noticing the sensation, noticing the thoughts, noticing the sensation, noticing the emotion, breathing into that, it will start to change and it will become different. And so I kind of want to keep asking myself, and how do I feel now? And how do I feel now? So within this process, as you as you move through the, the noticing, the naming, the noticing, the naming, you may come up against another layer of resistance. And that's really welcome if that's there. And what I want to bring in here as a kind of um, self-care mechanism is please don't push yourselves. Don't 
push yourself to feel through the resistance and feel through the emotional reaction because that becomes self-harm. That's where we're not listening to our body's emotional cues when the body says, I, I really I really don't want to go there and actually I really don't feel safe in this moment. That, that means that perhaps you need support, emotional support. You need another person to support you in learning how to regulate your system. And it's not wise to, to push yourself into um, a level of discomfort that feels unsafe. So I really want to um, invite good, safe practice here by, by checking in with yourself. Like, where am I? What level of discomfort feels safe and okay for me to do without support in this moment? So I am really curious to hear if you have tried this technique with yourselves after listening to this podcast. Um, do have a look at the podcast notes because I will write in there the step-by-step -step process. It's something that you can do in two minutes, in five minutes, in seven minutes. There is no length of time that is the correct amount of time to, to do this process of noticing and allowing, noticing and allowing, noticing, allowing and naming what's there. I hope that this short podcast has been supportive for you today. I'm always interested to hear your responses, your feedback, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. For more information about working with me, in your relationship to support you in finding clarity, confidence and a sense of compassion towards yourself, towards your partner, towards your ex or the dream of your future lover, please visit my website www.empathart.com. <laughs>